Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. We just speechless that all these things that we read about have come true. Hello, you're listening to Weird Tales and the Unexplainable with me, Bob Shoy, Adam Tiss. Hello. And Beef. Alright. Um, what are we talking about today, guys? Tiss, you don't even know, do you? I've no idea. Yeah, we, this is, um, as you know, a lot of, the, we've mentioned him before, a lot of the shows we've got coming up are taking a little bit of time to prepare because we've got the Ancient Ram in which we have to plan a visit. Mm-hmm. We've got the uh, psychedelic phone in where we need to just contact some people and arrange for some, take some calls. We've got me getting my tarot read, and it's, that involves meeting up. And mm-hmm. so, um, when we realised it was time to record the new episode and we had nothing, I spent yesterday preparing an episode previously unannounced. Today's topic is cryptozoology. Do you remember now? Oh, I remember now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had briefly mentioned it to you guys, but so what's cryptozoology, guys? Before we get going, is there anything you want to say? We're just flying straight into the episode. Uh, I don't think so. Is there anything we want to say? I'm looking forward to this episode. Are you? Yeah, because uh, not that I don't look forward to every episode, but the last few have been particularly heavy. Right. Or they feel like they've been quite broad, like quite um, yeah, quite dense topics. And so it's quite nice to have one that's, I don't know, in my eyes, a little bit less intense. You're saying it's silly? No. Right. I didn't say that, did I? You're putting words in my mouth again. Before we start, actually, yeah. as always, you can check us out on the blog, which is... weirdtalesintheunexplainable.blogspot.com And you can always email us any of your stories, ghost story of the week, anything on... unexplainableuk at com. Thank you. And you oh. can catch us on Twitter. Okay, we put our Twitter, we've never really spoken about our Twitter <laughs> handles. Um, I'm at Bob Shoy, at B O B S H O Y. I don't really use Twitter anymore, so. Oh, don't add no Tiss, he doesn't want it. No, that's no point. I've kind of caught up with everyone else six years later and I've started using it. Have you? Like this week? <laughs> yeah, pretty much more intensely, yeah. Is <laughs> this because you're on, uh, you've got a week off, off work? I've got two weeks off work, mate. Oh, yeah, that's why. You discovered yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Um, so are you announcing your Twitter handle now? Yeah, I think it's Luke Martin, at Luke Martin, I think. It's not, it's Martin1Luke, isn't it? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's at Martin1Luke. Okay, yeah, check me out. Search hours for me on Twitter. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I have like no Twitter followers. So you'll, if, you, if you actually add me, you'll feel so special because you'll be in amongst like 40 people. Yeah. Right, anyway, cryptozoology is... Yeah. Is it, um, it's to do with, like, crazy animals, isn't it? And strange creatures. Yeah, pretty much, that's it. Uh, I don't even need the description, Beef just did it. Yeah. No, it's um, the official description. Uh, cryptozoology is a pseudoscience involving the search for animals whose existence has not been proven due to lack of evidence. Yeah, I'm okay. excited. I love um, this stuff. Now, some, there's many reasons why something could be considered a cryptid which is a name for one of these creatures. Now, a lot of science discredits cryptozoology because right. then they say it relies too heavily on anecdotal evidence, uh, stories, and alleged sightings. Well, it's, I suppose it's not an exact science, is it? It's mm. just it's a pseudoscience. Predictions, yeah. Um, so some of the reasons why something would be considered a cryptid is that um, it could be something which has gone down from folklore so sometimes it can be considered folklore, such as um, the Jersey Devil, 
Mm. Right? Have you ever heard of the Jersey Devil? Uh, I've heard of it. Yeah. I'm throwing, I'm going straight into a couple of examples of cryptids to back up these points. But yeah, so uh, the Jersey Devil is passed down from folklore. Um, and the stories originate from Native American folklore. And it's basically like their version of the Boogeyman. Uh. And they, uh, all all around New Jersey, this is this area. And um, it's described as a kangaroo-like creature with the head of a goat, leathery bat-like wings, horns, small arms with clawed hands, cloven hooves, and a forked tail. <laughs> so there's a lot going on. That's too much for my... I can't even... When you started off at kangaroo, it was like my brain was going, yep, kangaroo. You're piecing the image with together. With a goat head. Yep, I can imagine that. With wings. Okay. Yeah, it's just too much. Too crazy. Yeah. Um, but there will be people that will say, oh, I saw the Jersey Devil. And so they can't disprove it as a cryptid. Some people still consider it. It's out there. So that's an example of one from folklore. Um, sometimes it's a creature that's believed to be extinct which is why it would be considered a cryptid. Mm-hmm. Like, oh well, no, it can't be. You can't see that animal because it's extinct. Like if someone said they saw a dodo. Yeah. Or, for example, Loch Ness. Okay. Uh, a lot of people say that's a plesiosaur. Oh, like okay. The water dinosaurs or whatever. Yeah. Now, some people just think it's, a, it's its own creature and some people think it's a plesiosaur. Um, what do you think about Loch Ness? You know about Loch Ness. You don't need to tell you mm-hmm. about Loch Ness. Um, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think anything like that exists. But then, I, again, I, I do think, well, it could do, because there's so much of the sea that we can't even think about going to, because it's too deep. Did you know that Loch Ness... I know it's not in the sea, is it? Isn't there, it there's the... as much water, it's basically a huge lake, but there's as much water in that lake as all the other lakes of like England and Scotland put together. Really? Yeah. So it's a massive, so it's, pretty, it's big. pretty big. It's pretty big, yeah. Yeah, so that's what I mean. So, I don't know, but who who am I to say that it doesn't exist? It might do. I, have, I haven't checked it out. Have you checked it out? Have you been to Loch Ness? Pretty sure the sighting, the famous sighting, was revealed as a hoax. We'll talk about that a bit later. I'll tell you what, we'll come back to Loch Ness, because I've got some stuff to talk about Loch Ness anyway, but okay. that's an example of one that is... Um, like some people believe that's a plesiosaur that's left over, so but that a plesiosaurs are extinct. Mm-hmm. Now another um, example of what can be considered a cryptid is um, something that is out of geological range, right? Right. So, for example, have you ever heard of skunk apes? Skunk apes. Yeah. They just stoner apes. <laughs> no, not at all. Are they like apes, like skunk. Like the animal skunk. They're smelly apes. Smelly apes. <laughs> but <they're> <laughs> <laughs> smelly monkeys. Now, there's, there's, they're apes that are uh, that are also known as stink apes. <laughs> or swamp apes. Okay. And, um, Flattering. Basically around Florida, North Carolina, and Arkansas, um, in the swamps of those places in America, there's been sightings of apes that would live in those swamps. And obviously... You know, monkeys don't live in swamps. Apes don't live in swamps. Mm-hmm. So that's an example of a creature that's it's out of its geological range. Right. Okay. That's so the, well, that yeah, it's a different. Well, that this this type of ape doesn't exist because apes don't live in swamps. Yeah. But saying that, the mountain gorilla, mm-hmm. until proven, was always considered a cryptid. Ah. They all they, people said they saw the mountain gorilla, and they were like, no, 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 it doesn't exist. Yeah, they didn't live up there. And then they were, it was found and it was proven real. But surely you could say that about anything, couldn't you? Because I don't, I don't know for sure, but surely they'd have seen, they'd have started off seeing tigers and things in jungles mm-hmm. and then been like, well, that's where they live and that's where they are. And then, you know, well, this you've is got the like argument. snow tigers and things, haven't you? This is the argument from people who are like heavily into cryptozoology. You know, it's, you only say it's not real because it's not confirmed as being real, like pretty much all the animals. Some famous examples of animals that were considered cryptids, the mountain gorilla, the okapi. You've seen them, they're like the deer with the stripy bums. Oh, right. That was actually the emblem of the International Society of Cryptozoology for many years was because it? of that, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. So that, that is, that is, that's obviously an animal, and that's been around for a while. And also the Komodo dragon. Uh, before 1912, uh, was thought to be a mythological creature uh, known as the Giant Monitor. Yeah, that's in the copy. The, 
Oh, yeah. right. Oh, so you Zebra. got a picture of the Akapi. Bambi. Yeah. Oh, cool. So, yeah, the, um, you know you know what Komodo dragons are like, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just got a picture of hmm. There you go. Yeah, they're, um, I can understand that they would be mythological creatures. Um, I'll tell you what. We're talking about uh, skunk apes, aren't we? Yeah. I've got a really interesting picture for you here. Oh, come oh, on. And I'll put it on the love the pictures. Thing. I've got a few pictures to show you. Is it gonna, I can imagine like a green ape. You know what? These pictures are fucking weird. I'll be honest. Um, someone took these. Someone who lives by the swamp, a woman, I think. And um, she <laughs> said this is from her back garden. Really? She saw it and grabbed her camera and took two pictures of it. But she said it had just turned around and walked back into the swamp. But these pictures are not proven to be false. And they're not even that old. This is only from a few years ago. All right. So let me get... I'm really excited about this. I love and this you know what's stuff. weird about it? Because you'll see it and you'll be like, well, that's fake. Because it looks too real. Can I say, actually, Always. that's the great thing about cryptozoology in this day and age. Now we've got the internet and everyone has a camera phone. Yeah. These things are going to start really coming more and thick more and fast. Yeah. So this just looks like... It looks like an orangutan standing in a swamp, but it's the wrong colour and it's they stink. How does she smell? Oh, hello. Wow. Huh? It looks really quite scary. It's yeah. quite horrible looking. There's another one of it showing it's there. There's the two pictures she took. That was when it turned and walked. Whoa. So I'll put these pictures on the blog of the skunk ape. What how big? Like, they look fairly... It looks big. It looks... Because mm. like, people were like, it's an orangutan. And I was like, well, it's the wrong colour for a start. Wrong, wrong it's colour. It's the wrong too shape. Big. Is she the originator of the skunk ape theory? No, no. This has been going on for years. Okay, people have been claiming cool. to see skunk apes in the swamp. And there's so many... Like, so much swamp land in America... I can I could believe skunk ape is one I could believe because it's not a crazy creature it's just a monkey yeah. like I say mountain gorillas won't believe it to be real yeah so of all the creatures this is one I'm like well you know I could, I could buy that I don't understand why this is so why people get so shut down about this kind of stuff because like there's still areas of rainforest around the world that haven't people haven't even got to like they haven't mm-hmm. even discovered it properly yet. Well, I don't so, think they can. They can't, can they? It's so it's so thick. dense. It's like, yeah, yeah so they dense. can't get to it. Yeah. It's ridiculous. They couldn't survive in it. I saw a documentary once. It was totally not about animals, but um, apparently, when they were trekking through the rainforest, they literally couldn't. They when they were trekking from place to place, if they stopped or was just like going to wait around, they would literally just be left behind and probably die. That's me. It's so dense. Really? But they have to get from here to here in one sitting. You can't stop, you know, because there's too much. Going I on. love that in this day and age where we have so much technology and everyone thinks we know everything. There's still so yeah. much of our planet we don't. And that, know. that exactly. was in Papua New Guinea. And the same. That's why the same goes for the sea. Like when people talk about stuff that they've seen in the sea, this is why I, I love this stuff because I'm like, well, how do you? You can't prove yeah. it. You can't prove that's not real. Yeah. Well, ninety percent of the sea is undiscovered, isn't it? Exactly. And um, it, to me, it makes more sense that there's creatures that we don't know about. Yeah. So when people claim it and they're like, bunk, it's bunk. Right, okay, I'm going to be honest. We mentioned the Loch Ness Monster. I think Nessie's bunk. Hmm. That yeah. is the one that yeah. I think is kind of bunk. But that's been, that's like you said, Tis, that's been, that has been debunked, hasn't it? I'll tell you, the only question I'd have about the Loch Ness is whether the mythology uh, arose from that hoax or whether the hoax was after do you know what I mean someone trying to recreate Nessie mm. like if someone if they'd seen it for years and years and then some dude tried to hoax it and then it became a hoax that's fine but if the hoax was the originator of the myth yeah then you've got to say well it's bunk because this Nessie is fake um I've got a clip here oh Awesome. It's only an audio clip. Okay. It's someone who claims they saw the Loch Ness Monster. Oh. Okay. <laughs> do, you want to, do you want to listen to this guy? How long ago was this? Um, I don't actually know. It's it's quite a new documentary. I'll put this documentary on the blog. Um, I think it's called Is the Loch Ness Monster Dead? So it's people who think, you know, it was there, but now it's died. Mm-hmm. But he, he heard it. No, he saw it. Okay. When he witnessed something that would forever change his life. There in the middle of the bay, we saw a giant hump like the back of an elephant that was somewhat triangular in shape, about four to five feet out of the water at the apex. My hair on the back of my neck crawled up, I sort of shivered, and there I could see the gray texture of this animal 
like an elephant, a cross between elephant and whale type of texture. Moved out against the wind currents into the bay, turned around, and very politely came back in front of us to continue viewing this. And then in front of us, plop, it submerged. Rhines compared the beast to a nearby fishing boat to estimate the portion of the creature above the water to be more than 25 feet. We just speechless that all these things that we'd read about had come true. And from that point on, I knew there was a Loch Ness monster. Yeah. So what do you think about that? <laughs> I, I just think... If it was in the sea, it's a bit different because it's in a lake. If it's if there is one in there, it would have it would have been obvious by now. They'd have found it by now. Well, you know what? Um, even this year, people are still looking for Loch Ness monster. People really, um, they people love the Loch Ness monster. Surely, so uh, sorry as well, just to cut in, it's just this one lake that they think yeah, it exists. Loch Ness. They definitely would have gone through the whole lake with a fine tooth comb by now, right? Well, in two thousand fifteen. Oh. Uh, Google Street View celebrated the 81st anniversary of the surgeon's photo, which we'll talk about in a minute, by encouraging people to look. Uh, you know the Google Doodle you get every day? They, you could click on that and you could go on Street View and um, they added a feature so you could explore above and below water. And they spent about a week around the lake just collecting imagery for everyone to do this. Wow. Uh, didn't really turn anything up. There was one image, I haven't actually got it, because I can't even bother to show you, <laughs> where they're like, oh, look, this is the best evidence we got, and it literally just looks like a log floating in the water. Uh, and even Google were like, yeah, it's probably a log. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> but talking of the surgeon's photograph, Tis mentioned the very famous photograph. This yeah. one? Yeah. You've seen mm-hmm. that before, Beef? Yep. Um, that's, I'll put that on the blog as well. All these pictures and videos... I'm talking about today, they're all going to go on the blog, so if you want to see these things, mm-hmm. but I'm sure if you're listening, you're aware of the surgeon's photograph, it's so famous, old black and white picture of Nessie. Now, this, what do you think about the surgeon? Do you believe in the surgeon's photograph? I'm pretty sure it was revealed as a hoax. Uh, yeah, it looks, it looks too fake, it looks too silly. Right, um, this was taken on the 21st of April, 1934. <laughs> Going back a bit then. Yeah, uh, by Robert Kenneth Wilson. Who was, uh, guess his career? He was a surgeon. He was a London gynaecologist. Oh, lovely. And it is proven hoax. But the story behind this hoax is fantastic. <laughs> okay. I haven't read the story behind it. Right, okay. So um, he, he had a few co-conspirators with this. <laughs> uh, one was a guy, and this is already great, called Marmaduke Weatherall. Uh. Um, <laughs> this is such great. He was ridiculed by his employers at the Daily Mail, this Marmaduke guy, All right. um, for claiming that he saw Loch Ness monster footprints around the lake. Right. Um, and the uh, the footprints turned out to be marks from like a hippopotamus foot umbrella stand. <laughs> 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 when they found when the Daily Mail found out. They basically like they ribbed him. Yeah, they ridiculed him. As it says <laughs> him. And so he set up this picture as revenge, being like, "Look, it's true. I told you." Oh no! How did he do uh, it? Um, he got his son-in-law to sculpt the head um, from wood and plastic, and for the body they used a toy submarine. <laughs> <laughs> so these blokes around this lake really trying to, you know, create this story. And yeah, that that was what it was. Amazing. At the end of the day. Is That's that the amazing. origin of the Loch Ness Monster? No, no, I think it was around before then. Yeah, it's been around. But the guy was like, oh, it's true, I saw footprints. Yeah. And it turned out to be an umbrella stand mark. What an idiot. And then when they all took the piss out of him, he got this surgeon friend of his to take this photo of this one they constructed with his son-in-law and their friend. And yeah, and the rest is history. I love that they he, so he went to this surgeon guy with a story and the guy went, yeah, I'll take the picture. He's <laughs> <Yeah. It's> like... <laughs> yeah. I want to get back to my work, Colin. Um, there's another one. Um, I think it's known as something like the Muppet photograph. I'll put that on the blog as well. Um, I'm pretty sure this is a proven hoax, but this is ridiculous as well. I'll show you this image. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's that is ridiculous. mental. It's just really silly. Why is he smiling? Well, the <laughs> guy who like took it then went back on it and said, oh, no, it's not the Loch Ness Monster. It's a different creature. 
that's like one eye on top of a stalk or something like that, and it's, it has these many stalks of eyes on it or something. That's that's more stupid than Bunk. Loch Ness. Is that the one from Star Wars in the uh, the chamber? Yeah, it's the Dinoga. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's exactly that. Um, that's what I've got on Loch Ness. Yeah, I don't want to want to go too much into Loch Ness because you you know Loch Ness. Yeah. Have you got anything on Krakens? I don't actually. I was literally just thinking of that because the the tentacle in Star Wars. But you know Krakens. what? There's um, I went if you go on Wikipedia. Don't know if it's the Kraken or Krakens. Well, there's some. Yeah. I think there's. I think it's many. Yeah. I haven't done mermaids either. Yeah. Which are, I haven't really done anything in the sea. Mermaids are real. I know. Saw some pictures online, but we're not talking about them in this episode. <laughs> Maybe I'll do another cryptozoology episode because there's so many. Yeah. There's so many. I went on uh, cryptozoology on Wikipedia, and I also went on. There's a page on Wikipedia. It's called List of Cryptids, and it's like everyone reported. And I basically scrolled through it. And picked out a few of my favourites. Wow. Um, that's what we're talking about today. So I've got a little list and we're gradually running through. So, you know, we talked briefly about the Jersey Devil. But, you know, I, that's that's the boogeyman. Hmm. And you know, we talk about Loch Ness Monster and we talk about skunk apes. We talk about um, creatures. This is I haven't really written this on here, but I just thought of it. That are out of geological range. Um, in the UK, because a lot of these are in the US... Mm. apart from Loch Ness but another one in the UK which we get a lot of wherever you go in the UK it seems to be they've got like a big cat that yeah. roams the area like a saber tooth or something yeah, yeah the like fa- most panther. famous one is maybe the Exmoor Beast yeah um, and I, I've been to Exmoor loads of times and I've even drunk the ale the Exmoor Beast which is quite nice oh, um, I always have like a real fondness for them because it just seems wherever you go camping the There's locals someone... will be like oh yeah watch out for the uh Beast of Wainthorpe, or where, wherever you are, there'll be like There's the beast. There. I went to Kilda Forest and been camping with Jibs and Neil, and um, they were like, "Oh, there's a, there's a big there's a panther or something in there." But they're always, they're normally considered just be like escaped zoo animals, though, right? Yeah, I think so. I think one of them was actually confirmed an as, a, as an escaped panther. Yeah, I think a lot of it's rumours and that, but I I quite like that. Them. Would that would really really that. Yeah, if you imagine if you were camping though and you did see it, well, you panther, would... well the Exmoor beast or or a panther. You'd... Milton Keynes had a black panther. panther. Yeah, yeah, science. Yeah, Dem... Oh yeah, Dem actually spoke to me about it on one of the episodes. Dem, yeah. Dem loves that black panther. She used to have dreams about it. <laughs> Honestly, she um like I'm pretty sure her and her family went out looking for it one night. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I wouldn't Get go out looking for a panther. Yeah. Yeah. What's gonna happen if you find it? <laughs> Get mauled. Just run. Yeah. <laughs> Take a picture of Did it that one have you. a cool name? Milton Keynes Panther. Just the, the, the well around Milton Keynes, it was just the Panf- Black Panther. Black Panther, yeah. Um, I do like that in the UK though. Like everywhere you go, you get like the beast of that it's area. Big cat. It's always cats, isn't it? Yeah, it's always yeah. big cats because we have no other sort of like the Exmoor Beast is cause described as looking just like a panther but bigger. It's like a big beast-like panther. Yeah, probably just a cat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Someone saw it in the wrong in light. In the distance. Yeah, yeah. It's a cat. <laughs> Um, Tiss, this is one you mentioned to me um, a little while ago. Yeah. Chupacabra. Ooh, Chupacabra, yeah. yeah what do you know about Chupacabra? I know the name. <laughs> oh, good start. Um, isn't it similar to the Jersey Devil? But it's like a Mexican version? Like a, mm, not like a, really. Like Jersey like Devil, devil is... Devil dog, isn't it? Yeah, sort of a bit like a devil dog. Jersey Devil is like a mismatch of like all the different like creatures. A horrible animal oh, hybrid. Really? I'm thinking of Chupacabra then, yeah. yeah. Chupacabra is like a... Like a I don't know, a chihuahua-type devil-dog gremlin thing? I don't know. In in children's cartoons, it's depicted as such. Well, you know what? I was actually really surprised when I looked this up. Um, Do you know the first report of the Chupacabra? Mm -hmm. 1995. Really? So it's really a recent cryptid. 20 years ago, yeah. Yeah. It's not far. Most of the other ones I'm looking at, it's like the 30s. Sometimes it's like Native American sightings, like really old stuff, but... Yeah, the only reported since 1995. First report was in Puerto Rico um, and is often cited in as far north as Maine, as far south as Chile, and even uh, reports of sightings in Russia and the Philippines. Now, what does Chupacabra mean? I don't know. Something devil. It's Spanish. Spanish devil. Goat sucker. Goat sucker. Yeah. Because it, um, it it always attacks livestock and particularly drinks the blood, so they call it the goat sucker. Mm. Chupacabra is literally Spanish for goat sucker. All oh, right. 
Now, descriptions, what you wanted, they vary. Um, some claim it's the size of a small bear, and sometimes it will be described as having a row of spikes up its back. Mm. Um, and sometimes it's described as being more lizard-like. Now, the descriptions I always think of when I think of chupacabra is like a dog. But sometimes, like a spine, like a spiny-backed dog kind of feral. Are there any pictures? Funny you should say that. Now, biologists believe it's an urban legend. As um, now, this is what I think. This is what I thought when I'd seen pictures online of people who say, "Oh, I caught a chupacabra," just like it's a wild dog that's got some illness, because mm. they always just look like a mangy dog. Right. And that's kind of exactly what scientists are saying as well. Alright. So biologists believe it as an urban legend as some that have been caught, people have actually caught chupacabras or claimed they've caught chupacabras, have been examined and um been verified as canids, so just any dogs, coyotes or whatever, yeah. um afflicted by mange. So So they're actually mange. Basically dogs. dogs with skin diseases, that is what All right. So I've got some pictures on here of chupacabras that have been caught. I'll put a couple of okay. these on the blog. And you'll just look at them and be like, "Oh, it's a dog with a skin disease." So there's there's one. Yeah, that's just the that's just the horrible. Dog. And here's one. It's like normally it's when they're found dead as well because they're like sunbaked. So people are like, "Oh, look at this creature." Yeah, yeah it's, it's just a dog. dog. And I think the reason that they they say it has the spines on its back it's just a is because it's so they get so trunk. skinny. Yeah, it's the yeah. spine. It's just the spine, yeah. but it's so pronounced. Like dehydrated skin. The, yeah. the bones don't dehydrate, so they just stick through. And now I'm not saying, like, I'm not going to discredit anything because we talk about ridiculous things on this show and we try to give everything its own thing. But yeah, that I think Chupacabras, it, any sighting is just this, I think. And, you know, people might say, oh, I saw one, it was huge and had big pronounced spikes all the way down its tail and it's glowing eyes. Yeah. Maybe. But I think majority of sightings but are just these. Put it, put it on Facebook and then we might believe you a bit more. It's rather yeah. than I saw Yeah, because I always believe everything I read on Facebook. <laughs> you should do. Uh, we don't have a Facebook page. Do you think we should have one? No. no. Okay, cool. Now, before I move on, is there any um, cryptids that you guys are aware about that I haven't mentioned yet? Uh, there's one that I can't remember the name of, mm-hmm. and I think it was I think it was outed as a hoax. Um, but I can't remember. It was just like a picture of, and it looked like, you know, in pretty much any demon film ever mm-hmm. where it's like they arch their back and run around like a reverse like a crab walk oh right thing. yeah it's one of these and it's a creature like kind of looks like an elongated person right but it's like um but their heads on backwards and it, it's like it's really weird it doesn't look really it doesn't it looks kind of fake i wish i could remember the name of it i haven't heard of this one actually when i was looking at it's, it's um it's really it's quite freaky. It was like someone had taken it, but it is quite um I'll try and find out what it what it was. That's like the most wacky one I could think of. There's other ones like Yeti, Bigfoot. Right. And uh Sasquatch. Sasquatch yeah, Sasquatch Yeti. Sasquatch and Bigfoot are the same oh, it's one. The same thing. And the Yeti and the Bonnable Snowman are two names for the same thing. Yeah. Um Krakens. Krakens, yeah. Um, the I don't know what animal it is, but the big bloop. You heard of this? Bloop. I have bloop. heard of the bloop. It's I the didn't audio that it. was picked up. It's like so low, but then they they pitched it up a few octaves, and it's like it's basically what it. Oh god, I don't even know the facts. So I'm just totally. I've heard the audio of this. this, but I'm pretty sure they said it was something like the mouth that could make that deeper sound had to be like five times the size of a blue whale or something. Mm. Something like that. It, yeah. Imagine I'd probably fact-check that because really I don't yeah. want people to be... Is this... Guys, this is completely off topic. Have you seen that news report yesterday of this city that appeared in the sky over China? I did see that. I did what? See... And it just disappeared. After... But it wasn't like, oh, one person saw it and claimed it. There's video footage and stuff. And, pe- and like... People were just like, "Oh yeah, it's a mirage. It's a foot. It's the skyscrapers in the in the clouds." Really? Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, is it a port? Uh, did we see a glimpse into another dimension? Did we? Uh, is it is it the Bioshock Infinite City? It looks like it. it looks um, like what's it, it called? Uh, Columbia. Columbia. Yeah, yeah. Try and get a picture of it up or scientists. Yeah, man. Well, what? It was yesterday. Chinese skyscraper, city in the sky, or whatever. It's nuts. 
I, I saw a picture of it in, I don't know where. I kind of, I didn't really check it out. Becca showed me it and I, last night and I didn't really pay much attention. I was like, all right, okay, thinking it was a stupid video. And I was like, when is this even from? And she was like, today, it just went online. I was like, what? Because when it's like actually recent and there's loads of videos of it, it wasn't like one person saw it. It was on the news and everything. And some people claim it's like hologram testing. I found the picture of the thing I was talking about. Oh my god, no, I haven't seen that. I've never seen that. That is fucking horrible, man. That is horrible. Tweet that to me and I'll put it on the blog or something. Send it to me somehow. The weird creature that Beef talked about, I'll put on the thing. Floating city in China. Sorry about this floating city thing. We're going way off topic, but it's so crazy. I'll put a video of it on the blog as well. Whoa! Yeah, I know, man. There's videos and people just like looking around. Where, where, where is it? China. It's not even like... It a, doesn't look fake at all. If it was an optical, optical illusion, there'd be like one or two people that would see it. Not Yeah, there's lot. videos of people walking around and you can see it. There's like, it's not like it's above the clouds, like it's going through the clouds. There's oh, there's the video. Thing. Play the video. This, right. is we- this is weird. This is this really, is really, weird, really cool. Wow, that's really weird. A mysterious and bizarre apparition has appeared over the skies of Foshan in China. The apparition which was witnessed by hundreds of shocked local residents, only lasted a few minutes before completely disappearing. Minutes? Only a few minutes. Meteorological experts, others have theorized that this mysterious apparition was possibly the result of a Project Blue Beam test, or perhaps was a temporal vortex, a possible parallel universe, materializing briefly into our own reality. One thing I, d- I and this is my biggest bugbear at the minute mm-hmm. is the way scientists are like oh, it's crap, it's crap. They're like just because it's a little, just because it's crazy, yeah, they can't accept that it, there's a chance it might be something that they haven't that we haven't discovered. You know how much I love parallel universe shit, so I was like, yeah, <gasps> I'm I'm not suggesting that it is a parallel universe. I'm just saying I hate. And for me, that's not what... And if you speak to some scientists, they would say the same thing. That's not what science is. Science is too close-minded now. Mm. Like, to the we point where it's it like... the Life of Death yeah, episode. Yeah, but it's, it's got to the point now where they're like, oh, no, it's fake. Like, well, well, that's not helpful to anyone. Like, how? How is it fake? Explain it. I can't that's understand awesome. how a whole city saw that. Yeah. Like, two, three days people. ago. And sure, like, if it is a and hologram... this isn't front page news. If it's a hologram as well... Would it be that clear? I don't know. It's crazy, I'm not saying it wouldn't. It? Who knows? But if it's a hologram, surely that deserves to be front page news anyway. Because look at this fucking technology that's out there. Yeah, yeah. Either way, there's no way that should be sort of like a covered over story. That should be like that's big news. That's crazy. What yeah. we're seeing there. I know. I didn't. I didn't know about that. But that isn't off topic at all because it fits in perfectly. Anyway, slight detour. <laughs> I'm going to put the video of that on the blog. If you haven't seen this city appearing over China, whoa. Stop press. I'm doing. Oh man, I got to do a parallel universe episode. Okay. Even though I've wasted all my good parallel universe <laughs> stuff, I've done this. Talked about that guy going into the Beatles world. Talked about um, the man from Torred. Yeah, I've never used all my material. That is insane. Anyway, Bigfoot. Yeah, the most famous cryptid of all. Yeah, um, the amount of people that go hunting for Bigfoot, try and prove his existence. Um, I've got a lot of Bigfoot material. His sexist. All right. Well, some it's... people believe it's a species. Well, a lot of people believe it's a species. Mm-hmm. Sightings since when do you think the sightings of Bigfoot started? Like hundred years ago, isn't it? I'm going to take a guess. Gone. Eighteen sixty. Eighteen fifties. Oh, so close. Since the late eighteen fifties. <laughs> so oh. wow, that's a good guess. Someone's been doing his homework. Yeah, I didn't. A... I didn't actually want to tell guess. Um... I, didn't, I didn't do my homework at all. I didn't. <laughs> you didn't even Honestly. know the topic of the show. <laughs> I know. Um, most commonly reported in the Pacific Northwest area of America. What yeah, do you think about Bigfoot? What, what forest is it? It's supposed to is like a is it like a forest or a reserve or something? Many There's, many different they, things. Don't yeah. they don't they have like as they have like a base? I think in Yellowstone Park mm-hmm. where. Yellowstone, that was what I was thinking. Of. I'm pretty sure they have. I, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I saw a documentary. And there's like a base where people actually, like their job, like they're 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 paid to like go and look for these things every day. But Yellowstone is, I know that's probably one of many. But... Yeah, there's sightings all over, primarily in the Pacific Northwest, and um, 
what do you think about Bigfoot? I love I love Bigfoot. You love Bigfoot. I freaking love Bigfoot. <laughs> Did you ever watch Harry and the Hendersons? Yeah, but that's not why I love Bigfoot. <laughs> 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 I just I love the um I was watching a Channel 4 documentary. Right. And um, they looked at some of the footage and they had, they'd collected, like people had collected like hair as mm-hmm. well. And they took it to, they took it to three different scientists um, around the world as well. So they took some of it to some of the scientists in America, some to Russia, I think, and then some to Europe. I don't know where it was. But um yeah, and they tested it because it was too coarse to be just like fur or for, for it to be. It was really thick hair. Yeah, I did actually read about these reports. Oh, really? Talking about. Yeah, go on. And uh, some of the pictures are like quite quite good, actually. Mm. They're not like your... You don't look at them and it's like, oh, that's too too vague. Like Some of them are quite clear. But some of the... It's changed a bit. When I was a kid, Bigfoot was Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was just this big ape. Um, but the the image like it's kind of changed a bit now. They look a bit scarier than they look a bit scarier than they used to. Well, but... you know, we when we talk about Loch Ness, there's the surgeon's photograph. Mm-hmm. There's a very famous Bigfoot video. Yeah, you know about that. Yeah, I the think so, the yeah. famous Bigfoot video. Yeah. Um, otherwise known as the Patterson Gimlin film. Yeah, I have you seen that's that? The one they show. Should I'm we watch sure. it? Let's watch it. Anyway. I probably have seen it. Mr. In like spoof Simpsons episodes. So this was filmed in 1967, and people people still consider this the most compelling evidence for Bigfoot. Yeah, I have seen some this. people. I've seen the still from this. So that's it in the background there, that tiny little thing. But he'll zoom in in a minute. God, he's such a terrible cameraman. He's scared. What? He is a Bigfoot enthusiast. The guy who made this video. You would be pooing your pants, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. Can I just give you my first reaction to this? Yeah. That looks like a fucking dude. In a monkey suit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So everyone says. Because the way he's walking is just like... He starts walking one way and he's like, no, I need to look more like Bigfoot. And he just starts swinging his arms. Yeah, and then he looks back. And... like an animal that is moving, I don't know, unconsciously. Do you know what I mean? Animals don't think it, about how they walk. When, when I love, I gotta say, I love that video. When I, I love it. When I when you start watching the video, I have seen that. But when, when you start watching it, because it's shaking so much, I thought it was like a much bigger thing mm. in the trees. Mm. And then when he zooms in, and it's just this tiny little, and it's just a bloke mm. like a hundred foot away, and he sees him and then just walks off. Like if I'd have, if I'd have, why, why didn't he just you you go, oi mate, mate, oi. Weren't you? The guy who filmed it was a, like a Bigfoot enthusiast, mm-hmm. which I think discredits it more. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was like out looking for Bigfoot. Yeah. Um, Probably just got his neighbour to go like well, put his, this on. He, Gimlin was the guy who people consider the guy in the suit. It was filmed by Patterson. It's called the Patterson Gimlin film. Apparently they were together okay. at the time. And um, it's considered a hoax, yeah. but it's not a proven hoax. No. No, they're not going to run up to it, are they? But I've, I've seen footage more... Um... Oh, yeah, yeah. When do you ever see gorillas and monkeys just bowling across open space? You don't. They meticulously plan their routes <laughs> to stay away from predators. Yeah. And this guy is just bowling it in the open where the camera can pick him up. It just... Well, he even looks at the yeah, camera, doesn't he? Yeah, he even looks at the camera, he's like... sure he's filming. You getting this? <laughs> Wait. Nah, nah, man. You're not Patterson, convinced by the past. Animals film. react to... Like, if, if he, an animal did see the camera... Like, you know when you see a cat, mm. they see you and they're, they're working you into their plans because mm. they're like, fuck, this is a threat. This guy, the well, this Bigfoot just seems to bowl it <laughs> yeah. and just not give a shit. And I've never seen an animal do that. Okay. I'm not Cats like, sometimes I'm not do an that. animal expert, but from what I've seen, I've seen cats before, bowl it off. <laughs> my imagination is that. Animals plan everything. Surely, if it's big, if it's bigger, humans are the only thing to just bowl it across open space <laughs> because we don't give a shit. Well, should we hear? Um, they, I've got a documentary here, clip from a documentary where they talk about the Patterson clip. Well, let's do it. This is from a series called Ancient Mysteries, and it was an episode about Bigfoot that Leonard Nimoy presented. So this is them talking about the Patterson film. Armed with a small movie camera. 
The two were on horseback when they rode around a large obstacle in the creek bed and spotted what they thought was a Sasquatch. Upon seeing the creature, Patterson's horse reared and fell over backward upon him. He quickly steadied himself, retrieved his 16mm movie camera, and recorded these shaking but amazing images. It's a blow. It's like the Blair Witch Project. Resulting 952 frames of color film are the most viable evidence of Sasquatch's existence ever recorded. Its appearance was just a, a large, large humanoid creature walking like a human being. When we came upon the creature, it was standing still by the creek. It immediately turned around and started to walk away. There is no way uh, that this could ever be falsified or any man could be in a suit because of the movement of the muscle underneath the hair. If the creature Roger Patterson claimed to film does in fact inhabit the dark forest of North America, what is it? Is it an elaborate hoax, the missing link, or a species that has yet to be discovered? So that was the voice of, of uh, Robert Gimlin himself, who was the guy with Patterson when he did the film. Yeah. Basically it's... highlighting all the things he said. Oh yeah, he was walking like a person, almost. And there's no way it could be a suit, because... <laughs> who, um, who mentioned yeah. suit? Yeah, yeah. He discredits it more when he says things like, oh, you can tell by the way that the muscle's moving under the fur. It's like he's obviously thought, oh, what, what can we say yeah. to make it... Leonard Nimoy seems really convinced, though. He's been paid. <laughs> um, I feel like we're really sceptical about this, but... I'm not sceptical, I just... No, I'm, I'm not sceptical of... Bigfoot, like I have a hint of scepticism, skepti- I suppose, but that I'm sceptical of that. that. Oh, that clip, clip yeah. <laughs> that I, had clip. To, I had to talk about that clip. That clip is, is oh. boo hockey. <laughs> I hate being sceptical and closed minded, but that clip is just ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what? I'd love if it ever got proven to be a real clip. But apparently, afterwards, Gimlin was like, very rarely even like spoke about it. Mm. Patterson was always he Patterson like wrote books about Bigfoot was always talking about the film and Gimlin sort of disappeared a little bit yeah which one was Gimlin the one he filmed it no the he's the one he... in the suit <laughs> well allegedly oh right the one. yeah imagine if Patterson slipped up on that <laughs> who's Gimlin again oh it was the guy in the uh, the guy <laughs> next to me the guy not in the suit uh, what suit <laughs> he's the horse um, it does right. surprise me though that because like like Leonard says, like Mister Nimoy says, it could be like the the missing link mm. to get between Neanderthals to More human being. Yeah. The other thing is, so um, would it? I I know it's tenuous. I know it's a really like slim thing. But if if there was a chance that it could be this missing link, mm. they're not bothered though. They've got they've got cancer to crack. Thing is, there's. What do you think about the idea that no one's ever found any shit? Bigfoot shit. They've never found a dead Bigfoot. Yeah. Never found the remains of a Bigfoot. Again, I'd question how dense is the area that they're looking for. That's what the um, documentary I watched um, quite a lot of while I was doing this yesterday. They were like, well, when, how, how many of you have seen a dead cougar? And we know they're out in the wilderness. Obviously, we don't in the UK, but I don't know. Well, I was going to say badger, but I always see dead badgers. I haven't ever seen a dead badger. Really? Yeah, no. I don't live in Stoopy, mate. They're all over for the place. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen dead deers and stuff. Yeah, but I don't know. Um, I don't know if I've ever seen a dead fox. Oh, no, I have. Only when it's been hit. Yeah, we don't really get amazing wildlife. But I've never seen a dead, fully grown stag. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're always a small animal, like like a hare or something. So that was their argument, like, how many, how many times have you ever seen, like, a dead or whatever? So. But then when they were asking people like us, I mean, I'm an electrician who lives in a city. You can't ask me if I've ever seen a dead fox. Like, I'm not in the business of looking for dead things, but the people who are... <laughs> do you know what I mean? They've yeah, seen yeah, dead yeah. cougars. It's not like the man, oh, how many times have you seen a cougar? Oh, yeah, yeah, he's got me there. No. First time uh, you ever announced your career on the show. Yeah, <laughs> oh, and Beef announced his last week. I'm, yeah. I'm saving mine back. Yeah, yeah. But do you know what I mean? It's, it's not. You can't really like say, "Oh, have you ever seen it?" Because I'm not. What I'm is not, it like? I'm a, not looking for it. What would it be like? A geologist or a? No, that's rocks. A monster it? hunter. Like a zoologist. 
a cryptozoologist. Well, no, a zoologist would be the ones who study actual real... animals. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So a zoologist would be in the business of finding dead cougars and dead this and that. Sightings of a Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, nearly always high altitude. Right. Dense foliage. Yeah. So that kind of checks out. It's always the same environments. Do you yeah. think that supports the theory of it being real? Like no one's ever yeah. seen one down the city. It could do, but I think if it's um, even in dense woodland, yeah. you would surely see. I, I know they have footprints, right? Because yeah. I've seen the documentaries. I know they've got stuff or that they claim is Bigfoot footprints, but then I suppose you can make like a big tennis racket thing and just plonk it in the ground. You know but... what? Um, I think it's on one of. The, I mean, there's a couple of good documentaries. I'm going to put on the blog, and they're all kind of good, good watches. I watched a, most of all three of them. I think I've got three. There's that Leonard Nimoy one. There's one called The Definitive Guide to Bigfoot. That's a really good documentary. It's like a uh, National Geographic or something, about an hour and a half long. But I watched a lot of that yesterday, and I'll put that on the blog. That's definitely worth a watch. Awesome. And um, there, there's some of the experiences that people say on that are really interesting. There's like one person who claimed they saw it crossing the road. But it was like a road between two bits of thing. And it was like the middle of the night. They saw this thing and it looked at them from the road and then like ran. And they were like, holy shit, like just, I've just seen Bigfoot. Mm. Right? They're like, it's like nothing I've seen before. Okay, so far, so, you know, every other Bigfoot sighting. But about 20 minutes later, another person about a mile down the road filed a report that matched the description exactly. Really? Yeah, I I I would love for it to be true. That would be amazing. I I love I love it. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I, I think it's probably. It's not. It's not. Even though there's that footage, I still. I think. I think it's fairly plausible. Well, should we listen to another one? Of, I've got one more um, clip of people an eyewitness report. Someone's eyewitness report of when they claim to see Bigfoot. Mm. Should we listen to that? Let's do it. That's on a, a show called uh, Monster Quest. Oh no! <laughs> they did a Bigfoot episode. <laughs> That's funny. Monster Quest. Yeah. Um, like I say, I'll put all these documentaries on the show. I've got Monster Quest. I've got that. Um, the one that I need my one. I've got the Definitive Guide. They're all on the blog. Uh, Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. Blogspot. Com. If you want to watch more, and there's the Loch Ness um, documentary on there as well. Jim Hebert and his family were on vacation when they saw something that would change their lives forever. I screamed out, what in the heck is that? And the family didn't know what I was talking about. And everybody just kind of turned to where he was pointing. In a clearing 60 feet from their location, they saw a large frightened creature staring back at them. When it popped its head up, it actually struck me as being like a great ape of some kind. It was uh, real big, real tall. We were freaked out. I mean, we were all just stunned. I still remember what I said. I said, do you realize we've seen a Sasquatch? And my wife said, yeah, I guess we did, didn't we? I believe for sure that, uh, you know, Sasquatch is out there. In the last 40 years... Just a short little eyewitness, but what I found interesting about that it was a whole family. Yeah. And they all claimed to have seen it at the same time. Mm. Do you think they were conspiring together to get footage? But to what game? What have they yeah. got to gain for it? I know, okay, so they might get a documentary out of it, but again, it's not going to impact your, your life that much. See, that's from 1994. Mm. If that happened now, someone will go straight for the smartphone. Yeah. So... Maybe Sasquatches have started communicating, like, guys, we've got to be more careful. Yeah, I, like, why isn't anyone getting this footage? <laughs> get your smartphones, drive around the woods, and get these bloody Sasquatches. That's what I'm saying, in this day and age now, we're going to start separating the... Yeah, but I've been out for a long time, so maybe it's like 10 years or so. Not that long. Well, anyway. Not as long as you think to where it's been like everyone's got one. I'd say in the last four years, it's started to... The whole... Yeah, I suppose that everyone's yeah, got yeah, a yeah. smartphone now. Yeah, yeah got cameras. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I kind of, I, I really want to believe that they're out there, and I do think it's, I do think it's possible. The other cryptid similar to 
Bigfoot, Sasquatch, we mentioned it, is the Yeti. Yeah. Um, which is the, a similar thing. Yeah. But um, where is the Yeti supposedly seen? Uh, isn't it in Russia? Uh, it is. That's more commonly associated with the Himalayas, but there have been sightings in Russia. Yeah. Okay. Uh, usually associated with the Himalayas. That's where, known... that's where it is in uh, Monsters, Inc. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one that counts. Yeah. Otherwise known as the Abominable Snowman, which is a ridiculous name. Yeah. Come up with a more a plausible name. Right. Um, on YouTube, I found um, there's people who are heavily into like Bigfoot sightings, Yeti sightings. There's a huge following for these. They hunt down the clips and they compile them at the end of the year. So I've got um, the top three clips from 2014. Really? Yeah. I'm expecting good stuff now. Should we watch them? the top three. Yeah, let's see So it. I thought it'd be good to get some more recent stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. So I've got yeah the top three, and I'll put this video on the blog as well. Top three Bigfoot slash Yeti sightings of 2014. They better be good. There's not really any audio. I can't really see this one, I'll be honest. No, I can't see anything. I didn't see that really. Mm. These are the top three. Yeah, it's probably just a gorilla or a bear. That's number three, though. Num- come on, it's two more. A bear, yeah. <laughs> right. This they reckon is a baby one. A baby. It's on night vision. You can't tell what that is. It's just an animal. What do you think, this? I can't. Oh, close, close up. up. So a baby bigfoot. In other words, an orangutan. <laughs> it's a bit orangutangy. Mm. Right, this last one has got audio. I think the guy talks. Isn't it? It's a yeti. Yeah, I guessed. It's just another person. So I thought skier. I love it. He's like just in the middle of nowhere. Well, you're in the middle of nowhere. So if you're in the middle of nowhere, then there's he then the says people. like, "Oh, look how quickly it's moving." Look. So they're the top three of 2014. Tenuous. I'm very un- underwhelmed. Yeah. But yeah, they weren't great. 2014 wasn't a great year for, for Yeti Bigfoot hunting. sightings or Yeti hunting, no. And um, they're the ones I've chosen to really go into, so my little list here. Um, the Bigfoot, the Chupacabra, the Jersey Devil, mentioned briefly, Loch Ness Monster, uh, Skunk Apes and the Yeti, some of the more famous ones. And um, what I would really love, like Tiss is doing his follow-up episode, on psychedelics. Mm. If anyone listening has got their own cryptozoological sighting, yeah, yeah, please contact <laughs> us. Oh god! If you've got pictures, brilliant, send them. If you've just got an eyewitness account, like call it. Well, contact us, unexplainableuk at mail dot com, and oh my, we would love to talk to you and get like hear your sighting because be awesome. I'm fascinated by this. Yeah, I'm fascinated by it. Yeah. And, um, you know, because I can only talk about so much in one show, I've just tried to, chosen to focus on some of the more well-known ones. It doesn't have to be one of them ones that you've seen. Anything, any strange creature. One that I was going to talk about right, was the Mothman. Yeah. I love the Mothman. I don't know anything about Mothman. When I looked more into Mothman, there's way more to it. And it's very strange, the story surrounding it. Really? So I think in the future I'm going to do a more in-depth look at Mothman. <laughs> really? Yeah, really. Really. Cool. Wow. Um, Is it a man-moth? It's... I don't want to get into it. A woolly man-moth? Yeah, I don't want to get into it because it's, it's strange. But yeah, if I ever... If I do a Mothman episode, maybe I'll pick a couple more. The Goat Man, the Mothman, and the Dog Man. Yeah, how about that? And the Kraken. And the Kraken. Maybe I'll do one about um, sea creatures in particular. Mermaids, yeah. mermaids, krakens. Well, yeah, the sea is crazy, man. There's definitely undiscovered sea. Creatures. I'm fascinated by the 100%. sea. 100%. I'm, I'm fascinated by the sea because it's one of, like, the sea is one of the few things that actually terrifies me. 
Yeah, I'm. I. I um. I don't like the sea. How do you mean terrifies you? More it's like scary. A, yeah. What's under there scares me. That we know so little about. I it. wouldn't. The cool thing about the sea, though, is that you, if you got stuck in the sea, you'd just die. Yeah. It's like it's not like you could get stuck in a cave and you'd be living for yeah, this nightmare. Yeah, yeah. The sea, it's kind of like you're just gonna die anyway. So. Yeah, but just the unknown. What we've talked about before, like fear of the unknown. The the, the ocean is the most unknown thing. The for sea me, has aliens that we haven't discovered yet. Tell me about it. But it, it's we need to do an episode just all about the sea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As a discussion episode, but it is. It's amazing, isn't it? It's just like for me, I, I, I don't know many people that would say that they're not that they don't have a fear of the sea or yeah. that they don't like respect it, like because it's just so powerful. Even the creatures we do know about in the sea scare me. If mm. I see an octopus, I'm really scared. Octopuses are horrible. Octopi are horrible. No. They're so tent, smart as well. In a in yeah, a yeah, so in a tank. If I see one in a tank, I'm scared to go near the tank. You see the the clip know, like about is. one trying to escape out of its tank. Yeah. Out of a sea life centre tank or aquarium or I've something. I've watched loads of clips of octopus. I'm yeah, oct- octopi are fucking smart. Same as dolphins, man. Yeah. Dolphins' brains are bigger than ours. We don't know nothing. Well, dolphins are smarter than us. Apparently. That's what people think. We'd like to see what they've accomplished, to be honest. <laughs> you haven't been down there, mate. Maybe they're so smart that they just realised that actually that they should just carry on as normal. They're just happy. They got to that point where they were like, yeah, we don't have to change anything. Just carry on. It's just the force of it and that you think those tiny, those creatures that are like, that they have like the light bulbs or that yeah, they yeah, have yeah, like yeah. electricity in their bodies which lights up. Down at the depths of the so sea. they're so translucent. Yeah, yeah. Like you can see through them but the, and that's how they can cope with the pressure. Like, But the, the amount of pressure down there is just insane. You, there's no way you, we can create anything that can get even to the depths of the sea. Favourite cryptid? I love Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Bigfoot is the favourite. He's the most well-known. He's the favourite Big, The favorite cryptid. Did, I kind of liked um, Stinky Apes. Skunk Apes, yeah. I only found out about them recently. And yeah, I Swamp found Apes are pretty cool. Yeah. They, yeah. I actually generally, I think I believe Swamp Apes. I'm into them. Do you, do you prefer Skunk Ape, Stink, Stink Ape or Swamp Ape as a name? Swamp Ape. Swamp Ape, too. more real, weren't you? Stink yeah. Ape. Oh, you would. I like Skunk Ape because it's classic, so, you know, one of each. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's pretty much coming to the end of the episode. You know, a brief, like I said, I'm not an expert in cryptozoology. I did some research, threw some things out that you might not know. Maybe you do, but it's interesting to look over. Um, some of the more well-known cryptids, so maybe I'll dig in some more another time. And we did take a little bit of a detour. About the sky sea in China. That was but that's, freaking amazing. You know, it's though. recent news and it's amazing. Really, I'll put the video of that on the blog as well. Just check that out because that's. Very Are we considering strange. that our uh, ghost story of the week? No, because ghost story of the week. Ghost story of the week. Is uh, going to go now because I finally got around to editing the Arman. Ghost Story of the Week from Tiss's Sleep Paralysis episode. Awesome. So uh, we get a little bit more Armand in this episode. He's going to tell his ghost story. Cool. And I'll put that in now. It it has to do with my grandfather. Um, My grandfather was a very... uh, He he was a very good man, very social. uh, Loved talking to people, loved making people happy, making them laugh. Um, But as far as emotions and how he felt and his struggles, he liked to keep those to himself. And... um, even though we've only met a few times, um, it was mainly when he would come over from Iran and uh, stay with us for about three months. And within those few times, me and him became very close because uh, we were both very much the same. We like to keep our you know, emotions and our struggles to ourselves. Well, in 2003, um, he passed away, uh, unfortunately, from, uh, I believe it was pancreatic cancer. And um, it, it, was, it was horrible after the funeral and everything. Um, but, you know, like, like always, we find a way to keep going. So fast forward to uh, about 2010 when I'm about to graduate high school. I was going through a lot of, I guess you could call it teenage angst. And uh, I had gotten home from work. I had been working since I was 16, usually full time. And so I had gotten home from work. I, I didn't know what college I wanted to go to. I didn't know what I wanted to major in. I didn't know what I wanted to do as a career in my life. And with the way it kind of happened is when my grandfather passed away, my father kind of became the, uh, 
patriarch of the family. Whenever somebody was stressed out about something or needed guidance or advice or help, they would go to my father. So I decided I'm going to go to my father, talk to him, see you know if he can provide me insight and wisdom into uh, how to get over this teenage angst I was feeling. Well, at the time, we had a big uh, gazebo in our backyard. And uh, under the gazebo was two love seats, a coffee table, and then uh, TV you could watch as well. So I go into the backyard, and um, I yell out to my dad. All the lights were off. All you could see was the silhouette of uh, my father's figure. Um, from the light from the TV. So all you can see is the silhouette. All the other lights were off. So I, I yell out, I said, Dad, I'm going to eat my dinner, and then I'm going to come out, can we talk? And he just, you know, threw his hand up, waved at me, and I took that as a, uh, yes, you know, after your dinner, come out and talk. So uh, I turn around, and I go back inside, and as I walk back in the house, I walk through the kitchen, and when I get to the uh, living room area, I see that my father had walked out of the uh, bedroom, uh, bathroom, and was in the living room talking to my mother. Um, my jaw immediately dropped and hit the ground, and after about 30 seconds of disbelief, I was able to get out the word, Dad, I think someone's in the backyard. So he, he runs into the backyard, looking around. I go with him. At the time, we had about a 12, 13-foot fence. Because the gazebo was off-ground, we raised our fence to keep our neighbor's privacy intact. We didn't want to have any issues with them thinking that we can see into their backyard. So... We raised the fence. We had about a 13-foot fence at the time. So we look around, and we go to the two uh, doors. There's one on each side of the backyard that you can get into the backyard from the front yard. Um, they are both padlocked from each side, and neither of the padlocks had been removed. We have about a 12- or 13-foot fence, so we I really don't think anyone could jump the fence without having a ladder and making some kind of commotion. Um, but after about 20, 30 minutes of looking around, we could not find anybody. My, we asked my mom if, you know, she knew if she heard if anyone had come into the backyard or anything. My dad was in the backyard earlier watching the TV, uh, hence why it was on, and they said they didn't see anything. So then we went inside, me and my, my father turned off the TV, we went inside, and um, he, he opened the microwave and took something out of the microwave. And uh, when I saw what he took out of the microwave, it all made sense. He had taken out a glass of warm milk. He had put a uh, glass of milk in there before he went to use the restroom, warmed it up. Now, the reason the glass of warm milk holds uh, importance is because my grandfather was infamous for requesting a glass of warm milk before he uh, went to bed at night. Um, and it was just kind of something that my dad kind of adopted after my grandfather passed away. Um, so I, I like to believe that it was the figure that I saw was my grandfather in a way trying to tell me, hey, don't worry about future, everything will work itself out. It always does. Um, and the reason I think it was my grandfather showing himself after, you know, seven years all this time is because uh, because me and him, him were both reserved. We were so reserved with our emotion, we kind of opened up to each other more than we opened up to other people. So it was a lot easier for us to connect on those levels. And so uh, I, I like to believe that the figure that I saw was my grandfather uh, trying to let me know, like, hey, chill out, everything's going to be fine. Thanks very much for sharing that with us. No problem at all, gentlemen. Thanks again, Armand. Thanks, Armand. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was great. So anything else, guys? Don't think so. I'm Le- going up to Derbyshire next week oh, yeah? for a family holiday. What are you doing? Uh, it's my grandparents' 50th wedding anniversary, mm. so we're going away as a family. Uh, so if I see any big cats... Keep an eye out. I'll I'm sure know. there'll be a beast of Derbyshire. I'm going to go Sasquatch hunting. In Derbyshire? Yeah. All right. You've got just as much chance as finding them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking, I'm joking. Bigfoot is real, but that clip is not. Well, the Batman film, yeah. yeah. oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Bowling... I'd love, like, to, I'd, love to wrong. I'd love to be proved wrong. Sasquatch. I'd love to be proved wrong, but dude. No, I don't want to be proved wrong about that video. I'd like to be proved wrong <laughs> no, about. You don't want to be proved wrong. No, <laughs> no. I, I want the video to be fake. No, that's what I meant. I don't... That's <laughs> what I meant. <laughs> I don't mind the video being real, but I just can't bring myself to believe that one. But he's written books about it, so it must be real. Hmm. Nah, man. The fact that he's written books about it means he's cashed in on it. Yeah, it's a bit suspect that he was like looking for Bigfoot and then he's on the yeah, exactly. Again, like you've got your own stories. It doesn't have to be about cryptozoological things. 
any of your own stories, any link you want to throw our way, you know, just to contact us, say hi, whatever. We love getting every email we get. And that's unexplainableuk at mail.com. Blog again, Weird Tales and the Unexplainable, uh, .blogspot.com. And donate if you want. Podomatic page, unexplainable.podomatic.com. There's a PayPal donate button. And that's about it, isn't it? Yeah. Thanks for listening, as always. Yeah. We love you guys. And I don't know what the next episode is going to hold for us. Could be anything, right? It really could, right? Normally we've got like... The next three episodes are going to be this, this, and this, but at the moment it could be anything. So that's exciting. Yeah, we'll see you next time. We, we, just we should about start. Um, we should start not telling each other what episodes we're doing. So we're just going to. Oh, more interesting that way. Yeah, maybe. That's already happening. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's what's <laughs> well, happening yeah, now. You, although you mentioned it the other day, and you just forgot this week what what Bob was doing. <laughs> yeah. Right. So until next time, guys. Sasquatch out for some of them cryptids. Oh. <laughs>catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 